What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about the possibility of multiple TV series. Actually I say possibility but it's actually kind of a fact really um, unless something crazy happens. Bob Iger at the most recent like a day or two ago quarterly meeting with some of the Disney stockholders mentioned that one of the things that they're going forward with is a few TV series that are going to be put out with Star Wars. Few to me means three. Um, uh, you know, I may be wrong. Typically, it's a couple means two, a few means three. Um, we know that they're going to do another animated series as Rebels wraps up, and there's been a lot of talk about another TV, live action TV series coming. And so it seems to be suggesting that there might be another thing as well. This is very interesting, and it's kind of expected because we know that they're starting their own platform service to kind of rival a Netflix where they're going to put all the Disney properties, Marvel and now X-Men and Star Wars on there and they're going to have to fill out that content. And so one of the best ways to fill out that content is with TV shows. So I think that's going to be a really huge thing going forward. And I think what's being set up, I would like to speculate on a little bit, knowing that we have a live action series and an animated series less speculative is that the possibility that one of the series will be an underworld kind of 1313 maybe bounty hunters and some of the different cartels maybe the huts black sun pike stuff like that not really following along with any type of jedi or sith there could be appearances but most likely not really following much of that but more sticking to the underworld here's the reason why i say it's a fairly likely possibility still speculative to an extent but before George Lucas sold Disney uh, sold Lucasfilm to Disney him and Dave Filoni were creating and putting together a series to sell to HBO now they had put out this kind of info and had a bunch of writers in Hollywood write a bunch of scripts and they looked through all of them and purchased all of the rights to any of them that they found interesting or that they would like to use for their stories this was, I believe, over 100, possibly even up to 200 scripts they purchased, which is could be up to like 10 seasons of episodes. They were really wanting to put something together. This was towards the end or around the time that Clone Wars was really starting to roll and George Lucas was really enjoying it. And he was really enjoying doing it with Dave Filoni. They had a really good team together. And they kind of started to get a flow put together of how they did their storytelling. If you watch the Clone Wars, you know the beginning was kind of a rough patch. But as they kind of got going by the middle of the third season on, it was absolutely spectacular. Some of the best storytelling and world building that we've seen in Star Wars. So I think that that's going to be one of the things they do. If they put together all of these scripts and purchase them, and you have all of them right there... Why spend extra money in another place when you're trying to start this new platform? You've got a great start with all your scripts paid for and all your storylines kind of already built. And the best part of all of it is, is it was put together by George Lucas and Dave Filoni. And that's kind of the second half of this video that I want to discuss. Because just saying, hey, news, Bob Iger, you know, <laughs> said that there's going to be multiple TV episodes. That's a tweet. And... I don't use Twitter. I need to start using Twitter. And so I've got to discuss it a little bit further and give my thoughts on what I think actually the TV universe is going to be the home base for all of the fans, the the hardcore fans that feel that Star Wars has 
isn't Star Wars anymore. Now, are there some hardcore fans that have accepted the fact that Star Wars is more Disney-fied now? Yes. Um, but for those that are wanting to boycott the movies, or for those that are just not happy with the movies at all or where they're going, I think the TV world's going to be our saving grace. And I, actually, the more I thought on it, I'm actually happy... If, that, if I have to pick between the two, I'd rather have the TV world because the TV world is, if they have three shows putting out 20 episodes a show, one of them, let's just say, is an animated that's only 30 minutes, but that's you know two and a half hours over 20, that's 50 hours, I believe. If my math is right, it's probably wrong. I think that's right. 50 hours, 50 hours of stuff per year put out versus two and a half hours of movies if they start doing two movies a year which I think they might be leaning towards um, that's still only five hours so you get ten times the amount and the difference is is what they've kind of started to do with the movies is they're trying to whitewash it not whitewash it wash it you know kind of make it bland where everyone can accept it and understand it and the Star Wars fans want to get into the lore want to you know dig deep in all the secret little nuggets and information they want to go crazy on but this kind of cuts out the average fan base and the average fan base kind of wants a blockbuster and it seems like they're starting to lean more towards the marvel type of movie making where let's just connect everything so it's kind of a like oh the star wars movie's coming out let's go watch it and it makes like a billion dollars and even if it makes eight to nine hundred million dollars, they still make a couple hundred million dollars, which is why I think they're going to start making two a year because I think they're going to start accepting the billion mark instead of the one point five billion or the the numbers we saw with the Force Awakens and we thought we'd see with the Last Jedi started to kind of taper off towards the end and around one point three five billion. But the TV it's a chance to expand it. You can tell longer form stories. You can break down and explain a character. You can explain over a long distance the training of a Sith apprentice underneath the Sith. You can explain the depths of, you know, the different gangs that are going on, the different rivals like the Huts and Black Sun and Pike, and you can explain through all of these and take your time and it's the type of thing that a hardcore fan will absolutely love. Dave Filoni got pulled back a little bit after the third seasons of third season of Rebels. And he spent a lot of time watching over The Last Jedi and what was going on with Ryan Johnson. A lot of people have been saying that they think that this is going to be him directing a Star Wars movie. I don't think that's the case. I think what it is is he's always been there directing animated. And I think that he's going to be put as the head of the TV section of Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy is still going to be the president, but Dave Lucas is going to be the uh, Dave Lucas. Dave Filoni is going to be the head of the TV section. And I I think what he's going to do is they're going to separate them out and Dave Filoni is going to work on that and so he needed to spend some time learning about the production and all the things that go on when you're putting on a live action because they're going to start doing live action. If you've looked at some of the stuff that Marvel's done on Netflix as opposed to what's in their movie, you can see they can go for a much darker, much more serious tone there than they do in the movies. And I think a lot of fans would like to see some of that as we've gotten a little more 
on the comedy side in the movies. If you like that, fine. But this allows for that opportunity. If you got three shows, then one can be darker. One can be more a little joker, jokier. I hope not too much. But and then you have your animated. I think that that sets itself up very well for so many opportunities from telling stuff from the old republic, telling about Sith armies, uh, you know, Sith, uh, the way the training of coming up with multiple Siths, you can go and tr talk about what's going on in the Imperial Academy, show uh, the growing up in the Imperial Academy and the back and forth and the you know rise of you can have political thrillers you can have so many different options that you've got in different genres that you can begin to insert and tell these stories in long form and the best part about it all is it this is somewhat this is speculative but I believe you can look and it seems quite obvious that Dave Filoni is going to be the head of doing all of these things. That's great news for a Star Wars fan. If you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you know Dave Filoni, and you know he knows Stars, Star Wars. Man, I can't speak right now. He loves Star Wars. That opens up so much opportunities and so much expanding that we can do, and we can do it, and we can sit down and trust that the love that we have and the respect for the fans is going to be kept by Dave Filoni. So sad as it may be that... I, I'm worried about the future of movies for fans that see the original Star Wars, now A New Hope, and Empire as what Star Wars is. That is that is what it is. That it's not just a fantasy space opera, but it had a very independent auteur type of filmmaking that made it so different from all other blockbusters and now trying to convert it to make it like blockbusters now. It changes it from what it is and we are a lot of people aren't real happy about it I'm one of them my hope is and my what I'm expressing here with the thoughts of what Bob Iger said about multiple television shows coming is that this might be our saving grace as Star Wars fans for the time being and possibly even better because we get more time for it and we get it on a platform that we pay $15 a month for and we got it forever you don't have to continually to pay to go back to the movie theaters or something like that and if you happen to be fans of other things with Disney that's more beneficial as well because you'll have the Marvel and the X-Men stuff like that if you're just a fan of Star Wars then you have to decide whether or not it's worth it I, I have hope in Dave Filoni and I have hope in the fact that what will benefit Disney here is making it really resonate with the hardcore fans and that will bring the rest of the audience to want to go and look into it because although I don't think they want the hardcore fans I don't think they care about the hardcore fans when it comes to the movies because you get a big movie come out and then everyone says breaks down every little nugget and thing and they want just people to sit back and just enjoy the ride when it comes to a TV series where they can take the time and they can have somebody set like a Dave Filoni to go through all that and do it on a much lower budget than a $200 million movie that if they pandered directly to the hardcore fans and some of the intricacies of the Star Wars lore and what's going on gets lost on the average fan, they could lose money. I mean, ultimately it's $400 million roughly 
three hundred to four hundred million dollars that they're putting into each movie, that means they have to make like seven hundred to eight hundred million dollars to break even, because half of the money goes to the movie theater. So when you see that one billion dollar mark, that Disney only made five hundred million off of that, and you see a two hundred to two hundred fifty million dollar budget, we can expect it's about two hundred fifty million dollars. They've stopped saying what it is at this point. And then you've got like a hundred to maybe a hundred fifty million dollars of marketing over that time. So that's where I get that three to four hundred million dollar number. So when you have a movie that is taking a chance, like they took when it was Empire Strikes Back, that was confusing to a lot of people, even critics at the time, that didn't quite grasp all that it was doing. You have a chance to lose money, and that's hundreds of millions of dollars. When you do a TV show, that'll cost you $20 million to film 15 to 20 episodes. You don't have that much of a loss. And what happens is people like me and other Star Wars channels and other fans sit there and say, this is incredible. We've got to get to go watch this. And, And that's what we've seen with TV and movies so far. Movies have gotten less artistic and bold in their storytelling. Now, if you're arguing with me, that means you're talking about smaller budget stuff, which I 100% agree. We have some great smaller budget things coming out, and we see a good bit of those in the Oscars. Not always. I mean, 2015, uh, I had Ex Machina as my favorite movie that came out that year, and it had two characters from Force Awakens in it, and I, I thought that was the best movie I've seen it was put on a very small budget. It was shot in one location. It was absolutely brilliant. But those aren't what the normal people go and see. Those movies don't make money. But what we have now is stuff like Breaking Bad. The Walking Dead, maybe you can count that, kind of died off. Um, but Game of Thrones, what we're seeing is the ability to tell stories on TV are growing because there's not as much of a hurt or worry for loss. And we've got Netflix shows like house of cards was going on and on and on you can go through all of the different tv shows but tv shows have become more and more popular to be seen as a great storytelling device and location to tell your stories and there's a lot of great directors and writers going there to tell their stories and that gives me hope in that sense for star wars especially with dave filoni overseeing that where he can put together a through line for an entire story and know where it needs to go and know how to keep it where it respects Star Wars and Star Wars fans. I think he actually grasps that even better than George Lucas. Now, George Lucas is the creator of Star Wars. Brilliant mind, brilliant creator. He he needs someone to hone some of his ideas sometimes. We saw that in the prequels when he got free run. He kind of, you know, jumbled up some stuff. But Nonetheless, I will take nothing from him. He created all of this. Dave Filoni was taught underneath him. And I believe you can look at the Clone Wars and see over time with the creation of, with George teaching Dave. And he said that he's, you know, he was his understudy. He was like his Padawan. That Dave got to the point that I believe that he's comparative to some level with George. Like, the fact that Clone Wars is so great points to that. But the thing where I say I think he's better is where George never dealt with the fans very well. He didn't know how to handle 
all of the the love, then the hate, then the you know he didn't he he saw Star Wars as his own and it was just his and I get it I understand because he created it maybe that's why Dave Filoni can do this is because it wasn't his direct creation he just loved Star Wars he happens to be a great storyteller and he's got an artistic mind he draws almost everything that we see in Star Wars he just carries a notebook around him and starts drawing something out when he gets an idea so maybe that little bit less of a connection takes him down from the creative storytelling that George Lucas has but it's close enough that when you watch it it has that magic of Star Wars but he understands the fans well enough that when he puts something out you love it you know you've been respected you know that you've been cared for and thought about and all you gotta do is watch him at a Star Wars celebration he knows how to play and joke around you know the whole Ahsoka lives thing with the question mark all that it's great I, I really hope this is where all of this is going. Um, I hope I expressed my thoughts on this pretty well. Um, I, I, I'm kind of excited about this one part. Um, all the news with the Game of Thrones hiring. I, I put my comments on that with the movies uh, on another video. I'll link that at the end. But the Bob Iger mentioning of multiple TV shows. We saw them do this with Marvel at first where they had a different TV head and movie head. I believe now Kevin Feige's overseeing everything. But Kevin Feige has a very clear grasp and was running the movie so well that they put him over everything else. I don't think they want to do that with Kathleen Kennedy. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy wants to do that. Um, I think they grasp that she's not a Kevin Feige. I have my video up on top three reasons why to fire Kathleen Kennedy, so I'm not going to get into all of that right now. But I think they also realize with Dave Filoni, they've got somebody that's been doing Star Wars TV for a really long time, and it would be an absolute waste to not use that. And he has said in many interviews that he just wants to tell the stories. He doesn't have to have big screen or small screen. And I believe him. I think he just loves what he does. And I think when you tell him that he's got the opportunity to tell 50 hours worth of stories versus two and a half hours of story that he's going to have to spend two years on as opposed to two years to be spent on putting 50 to 100 hours, a storyteller is going to prefer to do that. And I think that's what we've got. And I think that's something really great. And maybe if nothing else for a lot of the people that view my videos that are down on what's going on right now, like I am, maybe this will be a little shining light that come 2019, 2020, when this platform's released that it'll be something fairly exciting for the Star Wars fans that feel like they've been hurt by what Disney's done so far. Maybe we'll get a little piece of that magic back with the TV shows. One other thing I will just throw in at the end. Bob Iger did mention that there are some announcements that will be coming out soon. He said sooner than later. There's no telling. They said they would announce sooner or later the next standalone, and that was like a year ago, but... Whatever, we'll have to see on that. I think it'll probably wait till after Rebels and they'll announce what the next animated will be. And I think they're going to be announcing a live action TV show fairly soon as well. Um, those are my thoughts. I look forward to hearing all of your thoughts down below. I'm sure some of you will be telling me to, I'm uh, jumping on the Disney bandwagon, which I'm not. I'm jumping on the Dave Filoni bandwagon. Um, my thoughts on the handling of Disney and everything else are still exactly the same, but I did want to put this out there as a as a hardcore fan that's been hurt by what's happened with Disney and kind of say, is this something that we could possibly look forward to and think that maybe this is an opportunity for something special 
again in Star Wars. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. I'll, of course, comment back to each and every one of y'all. And um, I'll post the videos that I mentioned and some other ones right here. I'll put a link to my Tee Public page down below if you would like to pick up any of my shirts. That would be incredible. But nonetheless, thank you guys for watching. And never forget you nerf herders. I love you.